G'day guys, CW here once again. Welcome to our to another weekly developer update. And here we are joining me once again is Joe Armenio. How are you, mate? I'm doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. Crazy week though. Oh, another week, another couple of hacks. Pretty crazy. You know, they say the crypto space, like time moves faster and people age faster. And this is one of those weeks where I don't know, it's just not a good, not a good uh, week for our industry. Yeah, we uh, we discussed at length about the Nomad Bridge hack and then posted the video. And a couple of hours later, the Solana sort of wallet draining exploit was going on. Uh, it's crazy time. You know, the worst thing about that is uh, it burns the very people that we're trying to attract, right? And yeah. Retail out. Uh, curious, wants to learn more about, you know, what is cryptocurrency? What is this uh, all about? How does it work? And then, you know, it just gets dominated by uh, headlines of things that were either built improperly or tested improperly or had a bug or um you know it's just weren't uh ready to be live and we're live yeah and that's the unfortunate thing like you just mentioned is you attract retail in they're all excited they get um sort of into these ecosystems and then even just using like um using a wallet uh branching out and being a little bit more adventurous and jumping onto say a bridge and uh Unfortunately, uh, they're burned, and often uh, you see that people sort of step away from the space indefinitely. Yeah, I think you know that's just a consequence of uh, rushing things to market, having them closed source. Uh, you know, even open source things can have issues, right? There's even potential, you know, zero day bugs out there and traditional software that nobody knows about yet, right? That is one downside to the software industry as a whole is uh, sometimes that is how you find out that something, you know, isn't working properly if someone exploits it. Yeah. And often sort yeah. of O-day uh, or zero-day exploits, people sort of keep them in their back pocket until it does become uh, in their incentive to sort of exploit. So uh, they could, could go unfounded for, for years or months, but then also... Now, having that sort of open source framework as well allows people to jump in and um, just run their eyes over and then they might find it themselves. Yeah, you know, there's I'm sure there's a lot of people in the industry that, you know, it certainly makes them ask questions, which can be good, right? You got to take uh, evasive action and protect yourself as you can in this space. But then you also have people that are on the sidelines and they're reading, learning, thinking about you know, uh, does this blockchain stuff make sense? Does it make sense for my business? Does it make sense for me to uh, take an allocation of uh, my savings and potentially move it outside of, you know, my currency system? And, you know, the exploits like that headlines, they create huge damage, you know, to where it's it's easy to say, like, haha, sucks to be so long, they shut down again and then turned on and we're still getting hacked, right? Yeah, but the reality is that affects everybody in the industry. Exactly. Um, you know, in in that way, you know, it's good to have uh, just proper design standards, push for principled development. Um, you know, one thing about open source that I know it's a 
horse that we beat on all the time. But, you know, you do get additional eyes and over time, open source frameworks uh, can become very robust in terms of like their security assumptions just because of the amount of reuse and review and understanding that uh, develops over time. Yeah, most definitely, especially on the reputation side. I actually had uh, a couple of friends text me in regards to, say, the bridge hack that went on uh, a couple of days ago and um, basically asking the same questions like, is it safe to actually get into crypto? Like no names were sort of mentioned around sort of what they were investing or looking at or anything like that, but just the headlines themselves, it just had them second guessing it. Yeah, that, I mean, that's, that's not... Uh isolated to you know particular incidents i think that if you were on the sideline you would ask that question i would hope i would yeah you know i would say 200 million dollars evaporating like that and then the next day there's another uh event you know that certainly would give me pause yeah and i think uh with the large sums that are sort of getting thrown around as well i look with the exploits and the hacks and bits and pieces it somewhat kind of desensitizes you in a sense, um, but ultimately it's real people's money that's just sort of getting vaporized. Yeah. Which yeah, is it sad. is. I mean, $200 million robbery, uh, you know, that's something you'd make a movie about, right? <laughs> exactly. And exactly. Right? Guess, yes, in the crypto space, that's like, I don't know, it's just another, that's another, Monday. another day. Yeah terrible exactly all right well let's jump into this developer update then uh sort of brighten ourselves up <laughs> yeah really get a little gloomy in here <laughs> so kicking things off we actually had a couple of updates uh that jumped the gun so kushti announced uh, the developer update would be taking place in sort of 24 hours and uh, we had a couple of updates uh, do you want to kick things off sure so uh agar from guap swap um looks like in preparation for the token launch they're working on their white paper and their website design uh the specifics that they're currently uh working through uh the airdrop token delegation their liquidity goals uh modeling use scenarios for fee generation uh, they're looking at minor incentives nft sales logistics it uh, looks like they're thinking about putting together the Guap Swap Foundation and understanding the use case for that. Um, and Guap depreciation versus appreciation. So obviously looking at uh, tokenomics and you know what the impacts of that are. And it looks like the first draft of their website design is out. So I'm pretty excited to see what they're doing. That's a neat project. Yeah. Uh, good to think, uh, good to see that they're sort of uh helping out the realm of the proof of work and minor space as well. So providing utility and use for those guys. All right. So scrolling down, we have uh, Louis Varcher with just a comment from uh, in regards to uh, what swap. So true devs have no clue what time of day it is. So uh, obviously posting their update a little bit early. And also we have Ergodex here uh, posted one a little bit early. So on the spectrum.network team, uh, that's got a work in progress, so uh, developing the network layer. Uh, the backend team, once again, another work in progress, reworking open API for the protocol analytics on the Ergo side. 
uh, just sort of have some docs there if you want to jump in. And then on the front end side, uh, they have a work in progress for a new uh, brand uh, landing page, which is about 90% complete. Uh, has the updated transaction history with a pending and queuing operation statuses that is complete and released in the uh, the next release. So responsive UI for lock page, uh, responsive UI for pool overview page, responsive UI for removed liquidity page, and uh, responsive UI for the add liquidity page. Another big update from those guys. Uh, this is a funny video from Louis Vartra. So uh, just a quick update. He's been on holidays, so hasn't been doing much. But uh, if you want to see a token being minted by a donkey, then uh, just yeah, check out that video. It's pretty funny. Had me in stitches earlier. And moving on, we have Prag Maxime. All right. So Prag Maxime is uh, actually doing something that's really valuable for our ecosystem right now in the background. Uh, what he's doing is he's working on a lightweight version of the Explorer uh, that would serve at first to spin outputs and later, you know, uh, add more features. Um, this is actually something that uh, we are building as an exchange integration tool. Uh, that way it will be reusable across exchanges. It'll kind of give them a lightweight uh, version of the Explorer to uh, basically fetch and interact with transactions that relate to their wallets, their infrastructure. Uh, so he's added fetching blocks from all available peers, uh, persistence to the database, REST uh, API is gonna be on Thursday, uh, testing and deployment on Friday. And then the weekend is reserved for making it resilient. So it's not useless, but that's actually going to be a really nice tool uh, for us to have and use. And I, I do think that that lightweight version, you know, can be um, repurposed to uh, assist DAP developers as well. So that uh, makes it easier for them to run their server own instance. Is that right? Yep. Awesome. So moving on to Green Hat and an update from Soisa. So they've uh, merged the proof to verify test for at least. And they have the PR there. Uh, Tim L finished a CL job to build and publish Oracle app builds. And Jusec is working on update pull box command and has successfully run it on testnet. And Greenhat himself uh, has finished and merged the check for input coin preservation in transaction builder and removed the min change value also finished and merged the removal of uh, undesired error silencing uh, result to option conversations uh, conversion sorry and fixed to the distributed signing so spending box depends on another input box with multi-sig uh, just asking for input from kushti and then tested the ergo box max tokens count so tokens selected uh, remove limits in wasm uh, and c swift apis then also just in wrapping up, uh, is updating the minor fee API in Sigma Rust. And after that, just getting back onto the Oracle testing on the testnet. Uh, just has an edit here as well, and new release of Ergolib will uh, be published in the coming days. Another substantial update from uh, Green Hat and his team. Yep, and they're always plugging away at that Sigma Rust. <laughs> so all the PRs are here, so if you want to jump in, 
And on to our favorite meme coin, Comet. Uh, favorite? I don't know. I don't know if they were in that place in my heart yet, but we'll see. <laughs> Uh, so comment update looks like they have added burn page uh, for comment degens, so you can now burn your comment tokens uh, in their website. So if you're ashamed to have comment and you want to get rid of it, um, instead of sending it somewhere, you can just delete it. Uh, it's like their version of uh, they basically forked the wallet, which they are actually going to support, which is nice to see. Uh, Version 0.4.4 is out. Uh, looks like Google is reviewing their newest uh, forked um, version, 0.5. So they've got a link to that. And it looks like they're also working to add a burn tab in their wallet. Uh, <laughs> and UI is almost uh, ready. Uh, so if you are ashamed, you can actually burn it in the wallet or on their website couple of options good on them <laughs> so uh, moving on we have mhsm and uh rosenbridge so the issues with the multi-sig contracts on ergo have been resolved uh it takes a bit of time to and uh, has that sorted and now working on uh, they are now working and tested uh, made a lot of tests and improvements on the event verification by guards develop different protection methods in case of guard failure and DB crashes. So having a malicious guards uh, event or message forgeries uh, or network attacks. Uh, the RSN token integration uh, integrated in the contracts in order to be aligned with tokenomics. So RSN I'm assuming is the Ro uh, Rosen token. Mm -hmm. uh, and is the main token for the bridge. Yes, definitely there it is. <laughs> Uh, using staking, locking, and reward uh, distribution. So tokenomics is still a work in progress, and more on that later. Uh, also, they might deploy the bridge before finishing the tokenomics in a better version. Later, we'll provide the roadmap, tokenomics, ICO, etc. And full integration uh, and testing is ongoing in the local mainnet and uh, very close to deploying on testnet. Massive update. That's something that's been being put together in the background for a while. Um, you know, deploying it and testing it before the token is released is a very uh, ergo-like thing to do. That happens a lot on our network, and it's really nice to see, uh, you know, versus having the white paper, you know, the ICO, uh, and then hoping for a product. Yeah, the uh, speculation so. side of things, so you get a basic working program. I, I can understand both sides of it. Like, you know, development costs money. Uh, you know, you have to take time and have the investment. And, you know, so I, I can certainly understand like the incentive uh, involved in using fundraising before there's a product, but it gives users just historically massive risk. You know, and so that's something that everybody needs to manage their own risk assumptions with versus having a beta version that's live. Um, you know, that's a different story because yeah. you don't actually read through uh, the code. And uh, obviously we've seen what's happened this week with uh, the Nomad Bridge. Um, hope, hopefully the testing and everything goes ahead with the Rosen side as well. 
Um, for those who may not know what the Rosen Bridge is, do you want to just give a quick uh, high-level overview of uh, sort of that sort of framework? Sure. So when you're building a bridge, uh, one thing that probably has been the dominating uh, intent behind a lot of bridges is speed, right? You want to be able to arbitrage across blockchains and, you know, move money, you know, kind of through the interchain space between blockchains uh, relatively quickly. Um, the Rosen Bridge is, is designed with a assumptions-based approach. So the first thing that uh, Rosen, you know, kind of thought about in their design is smart contract vulnerabilities. And the ideal goal here is to localize it. So there's a small uh, smart contract footprint that's on the Ergo network. And so when the Rosen bridge is, uh, you know, in beta and in testing, the actual logic for the bridge will only be on Ergo. And that creates kind of a unique assumption to where if I have a bridge that's on multiple blockchains, every time I spin up a new bridge to a new chain, I, I inherit a new uh, potential attack vector. Let's just call it that. Um, versus Rosen, the other side of new changes is going to be essentially a, a threshold-based wallet or a multi-sig wallet. And then you get into the question of distributed assumptions, right? Where you have to have multiple actors um, approving something in order to essentially approve a transaction or an event. And the goal there is to try to build out that set and make sure that it's transparent so people understand the assumptions of what they're getting into. And hopefully over time, uh, you know, there's a quite a big guard set to where, um, you know, let's say an exploit uh, becomes more difficult. Now I know that uh, MHS is also going to try to run a lot of the infrastructure, um, you know, off of nodes and explorers and <clears throat> try to avoid, you know, typical, uh, internet-based exploits so there's a lot of security assumptions that have been uh thought out i'm excited to see it in action um i, I think it's going to be a pretty solid design yeah most definitely i love the thought and uh thought processes uh the conversations that go on behind the scenes and try and think of the best way to sort of go about all this sort of stuff it's huge so moving on we have uh, Apex Theory. So Apex Theory uh, looks like he's been continuing to work on the unconfirmed transactions class to the node. Um, he updated a branch to 4.0.37, resolving some conflicts. Uh, Kushti did the first review of the draft uh, PR. Uh, compilation is now successful, and it looks like he's about halfway through updating test cases and then we'll push uh, the final PR. And uh, another comment here from MHS, uh, just with uh, regards to the Solana hack or the exploit. Um, so it's still not clear, some rumors running around, obviously uh, improper implementation of used uh, ED25519 library. Uh, so they're using that on uh, the Garda set, I think on the Rosen side or the watches. No, no, Ergo is uh, SCCPKA 
256. Oh, yep. I think he's looking at potential bridge partners to see if like if there is a uh, potential exploit. Um, you definitely don't want to spin up a multi-sig wallet on yeah. uh, another because they could potentially, you know, be using that curve uh, like on the other side of the bridge. And so if, if there was an improper implementation, you know, that's something to uh, figure out before you inherit that as a partner. But if that's not Ergo directly. Yeah, yeah. So moving on, we have uh, Sepa and the Ergo GraphQL. Uh, so it has, oh, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> uh, the Ergo GraphQL looks like they've added mempool inputs resolver uh, and they've uh, add being spent field to the box, uh, adding a way to know if a box is being used as an input in the mempool. So it looks like they're doing some mempool work. Uh, moving on, we have uh, Alex. So he has released uh, Node 4.0.36 this week and reviewed the PRs for 0.37. Uh, so also uh, things to add voting for 5.0 rules there and release along with another 5.0 uh, reference client, uh, which will support the mainnet as well. And then merged uh, the last changes into PRs for bootstrapping with UTXO set support, and then going to finish them, and then we'll invite other devs to review. Then on other matters, he's reviewed the NFT sales contract by Crass, and uh, is continuing to consider L2 solutions for Let's and a few other solutions uh, for the mixing a new mixing scheme. So once again, a lot on his plate. Always. Uh, next up, Mr. Starfelder. So Mr. Stolfog is working on the uh, wallet side. Looks like he's prepared release 2.0.2214 uh, with Mosaic support for Android and moved to review uh, that by Morphic. Uh, looks like he's tested to use the GraphQL API to retrieve data. It worked well, but uh, needs to wait for the API to become stable and to support testnet before it's adopted. Uh, looks like he's prepared to use the new REST API URL parameters. Uh, the nodes are now reporting. Looks like we already have eight nodes reporting a HTTPS URL, which is really nice to see. Yep. Uh, proceeded with some platform specifics for the desktop version. Um, intercepting ErgoPay URLs from browsers on Windows with some success and trying to get webcam to work on Mac OS, which uh, I guess is currently a struggle, but it's <laughs> nice to see playing with that. Yeah, he's, uh, he's got his thoughts on the Mac side of things. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, another comment here from MHS as well, just on the raffle. So not sure if he reported it last week or not, but uh, they actually have a Kaching bot running for the raffle, uh, thanks to Ilya and Mark. So the Kaching uh, looks very promising, and he hopes uh, see some more developments based on that. So I think that's actually running in the main uh, Telegram group. And on to Spooky Ergo. 
So Spooky Ergo uh, has a pretty huge update that they're going to push this week, uh, fixing most of the bugs and changing the monster position for a more enjoyable experience than what they've built. It uh, looks like they're also talking to Night Owl about fees and how uh, they can implement the game on Night Owl platform. Uh, looks like they're going to post an article about how that game will work, the fees and bet prices, and it looks like spooky NFT holders will pay a reduced ticket price, um, I guess, potentially in the casino game, which is kind of an interesting use case uh, for what they put together. Yeah, one of the first third party uh, uh, games that's going to be integrated into uh, the Night Owl Casino. And moving on, we have Captain Nino, Nemo with Nautilus. Uh, so on the Babel C B sides, the better testing is on testnet. Uh, low adhesion for now, but will uh, maybe take a little bit more uh, than expected and be ready for production. So if someone's willing to test, uh, shoot them a DM and uh, they'll share the instructions. Also added a developer mode, uh, which will make possible to have handy tools for devs and advanced users without uh, polluting regular users' experience. So if you'd like to see the raw transaction JSON uh, on the review window, token IDs, et cetera, on the send tab and so on. Uh, added various improvements on testnet version and added UI fixes for the Babel fees branch. And then also with the Ergo GraphQL, so version 0.3.0 has been released with lots of stability and performance improvements. Uh, so just tagging a couple of people there and others, you may want to um, update your instances. Babel nice to see. Yeah. Coming out soon on testnet. Uh, so moving on, we have a new developer, Ergoport. No, oh, nice to see. Uh, looks like they've dropped their GitHub. Um, and they've created a portfolio tracker where they have 25 Ergo and Cardano coins that are currently being tracked uh, in MinSwap and Ergodex, uh, shareable link, and also hosted scripts uh, with clean out text output for anyone to use. That's awesome. Love to see uh, open source tools like that. Looks like on the bot side, Ergoport Discord bot and Ergoport Telegram bot. Um, I've come out looks like a dedicated price check channel in telegram uh, anyone can invite the bot into their channel the bots will show a custom count and currency as well um, looks like it tells what your cardano swap is in erg and what your ergo swap is in ada and so feel free to reach out for bot invites uh, bot code is still a template um, but that's pretty cool i'm i'm excited to see uh what they can do with that yeah most definitely uh once again uh, more developer tooling and uh if you want to check that there's the my.ergoport.dev website uh, moving on another one from mhs sam i say this time on the minotaur wallet the development has been slowed down due to rosen's priority uh, but a new version will be released soon with some improvements uh, ui design is outsourced to an external dev and a customized stablecoin only wallet is planned, uh, which uses the Babel piece. Nice. 
And moving on, we have Scala Hub. All right, so Scala Hub dropped three pretty big updates today. Uh, the first is a small change to the Oracle Pool uh, 2.0 framework that was suggested by Greenhat that allows for uh, preserving script during update. Uh, the second has to do with Dexy, uh, basically splitting the liquidity pool logic from tracking logic by moving the tracking code into a separate contract. Uh, the tracking contract is still a work in progress. And it looks like uh, the third update has to do with uh, Sigma join mixing. Uh, looks like there's an EIP coming out with uh, outsourced fee for a decentralized market, somewhat like uh, join market that uh, exists where you can outsource um, mixing, which will be very nice. I think that'll be big for uh, the user experience in, in mixing. Three pretty significant ones are uh, Oracle's, uh, and then you have the Babel Face side, or the, and then the mixing. Uh, sorry, Dexy side. <laughs> Uh, so just moving on, we have another update from the Comet team. Um, actually looking for a developer to make their lot, uh, lottery smart contract, uh, so and then they'll add it to their front end, they can do that. So there's a bounty of 500 SIG USD. Nice to see them guys getting involved and building out things. Yep. Uh, as the next one, we have Lowkey Nerd. So he's provided a bit of a video developer update. Um, if you want to jump onto there and, and check that one out, uh, by all means, do so. And scrolling down, we have Jade the Ergod with the Night Owl Weekly Dev update. Sure. So. The front end, it uh, looks like they are putting the final touches on the game directory page. The swap design has been updated. Uh, the coin flip order flow design updated. Uh, final touches on the lottery page. It uh, looks like they're adding music uh, in the background so you can listen as you gamble. Uh, <laughs> finishing and about pages. Uh, updating the LP page design and improving notifications. It uh, looks like on the back end, they're still working through some final adjustments with the front end and back end roulette workflow to have a more stable environment for end-to-end -end testing. Uh, they're improving the no Oracle scanner code, so it's more production ready. Uh, looks like then they're going to tag a 0.0.1 release. Uh, they're looking into integrating open source uh, analytic, the open source analytics tool Metomo, and it looks like another news. <clears throat> They're talking with another team to potentially integrate uh, Baccarat game, and they're continuing to work on documentation. Yeah, these guys, such a big team as well, and uh, doing many things at once. So uh, it's pretty cool to see them sort of chuck out these updates. They're pretty significant week to week. Uh, moving on, we have Ilya with from, or from Dapdep with a Kaching update. So he has released a self-service UI for Kaching, and now you can set up your own webhooks to any address transaction, 
and build your applications on top of that. Uh, it removes the complexity of hosting a node and scanning the blockchain and reduces your app stack uh, to a simple one root web service. Uh, so there's another uh, Twitter link there. And uh, Mark will probably update his progress for the Ergo Deck Swaps Live uh, view based on Kaching webhooks. And then just has a couple of uh, screenshots here. Um, nice comment here from Noah as well. So not much of an update, but he talked to the Gemlink wallet devs uh, just in regards to making sure that the uh, token burn doesn't happen, that they actually implement the wallet side of things. Uh, I know that's sort of near and dear to his heart, so it's uh, great for him to reach out and uh, provide that update. Scrolling down, we have an uh, update from Chris Ray on the Excel side. Sure. So it looks like uh, Excel has fixed the repayment deadline height to start uh, from funding deadline height. They've started writing various tests for all their current contracts and are mostly finished up with the proxy contracts that they've been working on. Uh, they finished the SLT Explorer. They've worked on the Excel bot. Uh, they worked on the Excel API and uh, the requests and responses for all their API routes. Uh, looks like they've also started testing on mainnet, which is pretty exciting to see. Uh, the first Lendbox created on mainnet without the use of the Excel uh, database, uh, and then he posted the transaction. So amazing. Yeah, nice to see that sort of chug along. A comment here from Pragmaxime, just reaching out to Captain Nemo in regards to uh, databases. Uh, Cheese enthusiast from the GetBlock update. Uh, so, so with sub pooling, the they're working on uh, the Netta Plasma pool contracts, and on Plasma itself, uh, they haven't run into any issues on the library. Mostly adding more documentation and testing, and then we'll do an official 1.0 release. And then miscellaneous, uh, it's working on some upcoming articles and writings. Next up, we have Haley PDLL. So Haley PDLL uh, is the developer behind Safe Wallet. For those of you that don't know, pretty solid uh, wallet build in our ecosystem. And it looks like he's working on a small game uh, in which you could own some characters that are smart contract based and make them fight. <laughs> and uh, now what that fighting is going to look like, uh, you know, I'm certainly curious, but it does look like as a first uh, proof of concept for the smart contracts uh, that he's slightly uh, reviewed the design and he's currently uh, debugging the new version of it. That uh, looks like the UI is partially implemented, but in developer mode. So there's some work to do there. Uh, the UI is done with React. Uh, backend bot is running with Node.js. Uh, the code is not published yet. Uh, at some point, you may see a post uh, searching for beta fighters. So those of you out there that are ready to rumble uh, when <laughs> Haley is ready for some beta testing in the game, uh, please hop in and help him out. That's it. Get the gloves off. 
moving on, we have LGD. So update on the ErgoPad random NFT sale generator. So they finished the architecture of the protocol, uh, updating contracts to include modification to the protocol and uh, just working on setting up an ErgoPad random number generator oracle. Uh, so they'll start off with a V1 and then switch to a V2 once available. And we have an update from Sky Harbor, their first one. Uh, in oh, the nice. developer so, updates. Yeah, it's nice to see them here. Uh, the smart contracts um, that they are running have been audited. Uh, there's progress on the decentralized mass mining uh, printer that they've been working on in the back end. Uh, they're in talks with plenty of NFT artists that are interested in moving over into the Ergo space and they are officially leaving beta, which, uh, you know, they dropped an article uh, in terms of uh, what that's going to mean for them. Pretty exciting stuff to see. Yeah, it's great to have them in, in here. And if you wanted to uh, learn a bit, little bit more about that, they do have that Medium article there. So I encourage you all to jump into that. And so moving on, we have MGPI with the Ergo Sapiens update. Uh, so the back end is finished for Ergo Sapiens and they're running on testnet. So they can install the uh, Nautilus testnet for uh, the wallet there. Uh, you can get Erg and then uh, Mint. So more detailed instructions on the paste bin there. And uh, the, so the bot uh, kept timing me out, unfortunately. So um, yeah, it's a nice update from those guys. Uh, so we have Leaf here just reaching out uh, just in regards to Pragmaxime and the project they got working on, is it Denatus? Denatus? I'm not too sure what that is, so I'll have to jump into that. No, I think it's a toolkit. Yeah, performance uh, tool ergo blockchain toolset. Yeah. So it's nice to see that type of SDK uh, coming together. Um, you know, that's something that yeah, having open source SDKs, open source contracts is really the driver for developer adoption. And so seeing crossover development and in terms of building tool sets, uh, software development kits, uh, having open source frameworks, and then kind of these uh, light weight uh, off chain tools that, you know, are super flexible and open source are all huge, really exciting. Yeah, something we all, always sort of uh, elaborate on there is the open source tool sets and bits and pieces in the ecosystem. Awesome. Uh, reply for uh, Nemo just in regards to the database side to Pragmaxime. And then we have a update from uh, Liquid Phase and Swamp Audio. You take that one? Sure. Uh, Swamp Audio has created flowcharts for developer onboard education about extended UTXO, smart contracts, Web3 infrastructure, et cetera, uh, for their own dev team, but they're going to be sharing it with the community because, you know, when you have incoming developers that are moving into the Ergo ecosystem, a lot of the times their experience and uh, kind of wisdom they develop in terms of how to work with the Ergo blockchain is really invaluable because any new developer moving into the space is going to walk that same path, so to speak. And so having, you know, documentation and tools there to make that process easier 
Uh, it benefits everybody. Looks like the dev team has uh, given progress that they've broken through the learning curve with Ergo. Uh, consequently, uh, their DAP connector package has been started and will most likely be ready sometime next week. The skeleton for the package is made and they are working uh, to tie it to Laravel's authorization system. Uh, this will be made publicly available for all Laravel sites uh, tested, uh, or excuse me, after the testing is successful. Bit of a tongue twister to end there, mate. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that sums up uh, this dev update. <clears throat> Another substantial one once again, and it's cool to see that uh, a couple of projects there uh, were a bit itchy to get off the off the ground and provide their updates a little bit early. Yeah, and you know we definitely need to uh, thank uh, the new developer. Uh, what was the name? Got to find it. It was QX uh, that you know came in and dropped new open source tools. Awesome to have you. Thanks for uh, joining the weekly update. Yeah, it's been pretty uh, active in Telegram as, as well, I believe. Uh, I think the username there is uh, Drehef, D-R-E-H-E-F, something along those lines anyway. So welcome to the community. Yeah, always nice to uh, see new developers on board. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, and then also offering more open source toolkits. Uh, so more depth, uh, more uh, DAP sort of price tooling in regards to uh, the bots monitoring DEXs and all kinds of things. So I think that's more along the lines of sort of the ka side. But yeah, heaps of use of cases there. Yeah, and the community wins, you know, everybody benefits. Exactly. So thanks for doing that. All right, guys, cheers. Uh, thanks for tuning in once again for another weekly developer update. And uh, Joe, been a pleasure once again. Thanks. Yep, have a good one. Take care, guys.